Hi, and welcome to La Vie Attaché. Change your thoughts, change your life. I'm Peggy McKnight. In today's episode, I will be covering a new you. Over the next few days, I will be delving into what it means to really transition yourself from who you are today into the person you want to become as a better version of you um, at the end of this. So today we are going to delve into the mind space and the negative attitudes that influence us and our behaviors. So let's get started. Every individual on earth has their unique individual array of emotions, and those emotions reveal themselves in the form of distinct attitudes. How you use your short-term emotions determines your overall mood in life. So that highlights the fact that people do have an active element of control over their happiness, as opposed to people thinking that everything else is controlling them. It really is your choice with your attitude. Of course, the attitudes that you hold are those that tend to come naturally, which means most people don't even realize how they're acting. Therefore, the first step is to identify the type of attitude you have and to be honest with yourself. Once you're aware of how you're projecting your emotions, you'll be in a better position to change. Yes, it may be difficult, but I'm going to discuss how you can adjust your attitude so you lead a much more positive life. With a more positive life comes increased happiness, flourishing relationships, and enhanced performance in your career. It really does have a positive knock-on effect. Not only will I list methods to improve your attitude, but I'll also analyze both negative and positive attitudes so you have a deeper understanding of how they present themselves. I've compiled seven steps proven to be effective within every single age group regardless of current situation or attitude. That's because they are very versatile. And these tips can be molded around an individual and tailored to any scenario. Just as long as you're open and willing to change and want that positive attitude. If so, you are in the right place. So without further ado, let's dive in and restructure that attitude. Let's start with the negative one. I'm going to start by discussing the negative attitude as that's an area we want to address as quickly as possible. You see, a negative attitude can be present in a variety of different ways, so it can be difficult to label it as one specific thing. Everyone is programmed differently and everyone goes through different experiences in life. But it's not hard to recognize negative attitudes and they don't just have an impact on your well-being. They affect others too, and also your health. How? Well, the bad energy that you emit when you're around others is contagious. And when you and your attitude are negative, it can bring them crashing down. Have you ever heard the phrase that the atmosphere you could cut with a knife? Well, that's what I mean here about people picking up on your, your vibes, if you like. Whether you accept it or not, having a negative attitude for a prolonged period of time 
can be extremely destructive and can spiral out of control if left to its own devices. Our brain was designed to help us through tough situations, which is why emotions show up so rapidly and why we can respond to them almost instantaneously. When we sense a real threat, it's the brain's way of activating the fight or flight response and prepares our body to take action. That action is supposed to keep us safe. However, when someone has a negative attitude and hence the negative thoughts, the part of our brain that controls the fight or flight response is effortlessly manipulated. What do I mean by that? Well, rather than responding to a real threat, those negative thoughts trick the brain into reacting in the same way, even when there is no danger. Subsequently, you'll experience all of the mental and physical symptoms of anxiety without any reason for them. For those who are living every day with a negative attitude, you'll most likely be familiar with the depressed state of mind. Disinterest in attending social events, fragmented relationships with those closest to you, and an ever-present worry that is incredibly debilitating. On top of that, you may also experience common physical side effects, such as palpitations, difficulty breathing, hot sweats, dizziness, muscle tension, rapid heartbeat, nausea, Living in a constant negative attitude impacts your physical health as well as your emotional health. Most people who have a negative attitude trick themselves into thinking it's for the best. Have you ever thought to yourself, if I expect the worst, I'll never be disappointed. Or if I worry endlessly, I'll always be safe and it won't be as bad as I thought it would be. Or If analyzing this situation again and again and again, I'll be able to solve the problem. The thing is, negative attitudes have the opposite effect. When you constantly fret about and expect the worst to happen, that anxiety can easily cloud your judgment and thinking. It may also even come true because you've manifested it in your mind already. Your negative attitude makes it harder to problem solve, creates imaginary scenarios that aren't real, and prevents you from challenging yourself to grow. Your negative brain. Thinking negatively over a long period causes your brain to turn negative. Let's take a look at the parts of the brain that are affected by negative thoughts and feelings. This is where the fun stuff begins. I really love delving into the mind and really figuring out how it works and what makes it tick. First off is the amygdala. A significant catalyst behind negative attitudes is your past. Now, you should never let the past define you, but the part of the brain called the amygdala stores negative experiences. Unfortunately, that same part is responsible for triggering the fight or flight response. 
That means your prior negative experiences will cause your body to overreact to minor, minor stress and instigate the fight or flight response. Then we've also got the thalamus in our brain. Your thalamus works alongside the amygdala because it's the aspect of the brain that delivers sensory and motor signals around the body. You know, when you go into a panic and you break out into a sweat, well, that's your thalamus working in overdrive. Or you're completely frozen as well. Again, the thalamus doesn't comprehend the difference between negative thoughts and real danger. And what about cortisol? Often referred to as the stress hormone, elevated cortisol levels are the reason why negative attitudes stick around and don't budge. That's because cortisol can manufacture changes within your brain, and those changes increase the risk of developing long-lasting mental health disorders, such as generalized anxiety disorder, depression, OCD, ADHD, and schizophrenia. That highlights the importance of managing your negative attitudes because eventually they could lead to a more serious problem and get the better of you. But there is good news. You can change your attitude. Thanks to groundbreaking work in the field of neuroscience, we now know that we can change our attitude if we are willing to work on it. We used to believe our brains were fixed, unchangeable once we entered adulthood. But research proves the plasticity of our brains, meaning we can change our thinking, which in turn will change our attitude. The damage of negativity. Though all of us fall into negative thoughts once in a while, consistently doing so means living a limited life due to fear and worry. Here are some ways that a negative attitude can severely hinder your happiness and success in life. Fear of failure. Have you ever thought like that? There's no denying that nearly everyone has a fear of failure. But there's a fine line between using the fear of failure as motivation to work harder and using it as an excuse to never break free of your comfort zone. Those who are willing to and are prone to the latter will struggle to progress in life because they're never willing to capitalize on opportunities handed to them. Pessimism. Let's face it, we all know a person that is your typical glass half empty pessimistic individual. We also know how exhausting it can be to be in their company. They're not called Debbie Downer for nothing, you know. Pessimism is always drawing on the negatives rather than searching for the positives. In fact, many pessimistic people automatically pick out the one negative, even if there's an abundance of positives surrounding it. So watch out for those negative Nellies or negative Nets. Then there's blaming others. It's much easier to blame others for your lack of happiness or your lot in life rather than taking responsibility and accepting that you're in charge. People throughout your life could very well have caused you pain and distress, but it's your job to maintain your positivity. 
dwelling on things and blaming others will not grant you happiness. So really, what's the point? And I know that's easier said than done, but it can be possible. Assuming the worst, worrying about bad things that could potentially happen is second nature to millions of people. But for some people, it becomes an obsession. They're always conjuring up worst case scenarios and wondering, what if catastrophe strikes? This thinking causes a substantial amount of stress and undue energy in that area. It's impossible to predict the future and you'll never truly know what's going to happen. Although the worst case scenarios you imagine will rarely ever materialize. And finally, there's self-doubt. No one is confident 24-7, 365 days of the year. Occasionally, you'll second-guess yourself and will need some reassurance. That's completely normal and appropriate. But self-doubt becomes a negative attitude when you're always telling yourself you can't do something, you're not good enough, and you'll never achieve anything. Repeatedly having those thoughts will lead to unhappiness because with those assumptions, you'll never test yourself to find out. So there we have it, my friends. That is, unfortunately, but maybe fortunately, the negative attitude I did want to share this with you because it is really important to understand maybe there are some things that you can identify with, possibly and hopefully not all the time, but maybe there are some characteristic traits that you do exhibit and it's something to be mindful of if it's happening and clouding your mind and thoughts more than regularly throughout the day. Tomorrow I will be covering the positive attitude and the aspects of it. Until then, my friends, bye for now.